Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. World Soccer Talk Radio is here with you on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. My name is Nate Abarea. Thank you so much for making this show a part of your daily plans. Whichever affiliate you are listening on all across this great country. Or maybe you're subscribing to us via iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or WorldSoccerTalk.com. It is International Podcast Day. So if there was a day to listen to the show in podcast form, the way that you're able to all the time via all of those fantastic outlets, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio, and of course, WorldSoccerTalk.com. Today would be a nice day to ring it in, celebrate International Podcast Day, listen to the show live, and then a little bit later, listen to the podcast of the show. Celebrate International Podcast Day. Embrace this international holiday. Drew Farmer is going to be on the show with us today, an author and a contributor to WorldSoccerTalk.com. He's a yank in the land of Manx. That's right. He's an American living in Manchester, and he still covers MLS quite a bit. So talk with him about the maybe shift in perception over the last couple of years of Major League Soccer in the UK. We'll talk a little MLS. Drew also extensively covers Serie A. We'll talk about what's going on in Italy. He's going to have a new book coming out about all of his travels and his coverage of soccer all around the globe. We'll talk about the city of Manchester and what it's like for this American writer living in Manchester, England. Hey, it's my, I'm right in the midst of my last few days back in the, the hometown visiting family here in Watsonville, California. Oh, how much I love this place. It is what the place that raised me. It's the place that instilled a true passion for soccer and specifically for Mexican soccer. And over the last few days, you may have heard on this show, I've been spending a lot of time drinking Chavelas and double Chavelas at Taqueria Mitiera with my good friends here in Watsonville. And it seems as if whenever I drink a Chavela at Mitiera, Chivas are playing and Omar Bravo thinks it's turned back the clock day. Last night, again, had some Chavelas. Omar Bravo scores a goal. Chivas win 2-1. to one. I don't think they're going to get relegated. Omar Bravo is taking it upon himself to bring back the magic of like 10 or 15 years ago. Hope you're enjoying Champions League soccer all day today. 
and hope you enjoyed what you saw yesterday, including you lovely, lovely Arsenal supporters. Drew Farmer is with us on the other side of this break. It's World Soccer Talk Radio, Sports Byline, Broadcasting Network. See the world's best matches live wherever you are with Fox Soccer to go. Watch select live matches on your smartphone, on your tablet, and on your computer. Get the app, get the games, and get your fix. Live soccer and more. Anytime, anywhere. Sign up to watch the Bundesliga and Champions League at SoccerOnDish.com. Do you have an old car sitting in your driveway? How would you like to learn a hassle-free way to get rid of it, help kids in need, and get a great tax donation in the process? It's real easy. One simple free call to our car donation hotline is all it takes. Call the Nishama Foundation at 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. We'll come pick your car up for free and give you a tax donation for the full value of the car, running or not. The value of your unwanted car will go to help kids in need. It's fast and easy. Just call us and your car will be gone and on its way to helping children in 48 hours. And you get a nice tax deduction. Call the Nishama Foundation now to get rid of your car, help kids, and get a tax write-off. Call 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. That's 800-760-4895. If you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for, freesoccertrial.com. With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, as well as leagues from Bolivia, Venezuela, and more. The games are in HD, and commentaries are available in your choice of English or Spanish. And this is a completely new and legal way to watch soccer games in the U.S. Try it, and I think you'll be impressed. All you have to do is go to freesoccertrial.com and sign up today for your free 30-day trial to NGSN. Again, that's freesoccertrial.com. Freesoccertrial.com. Cheers. And now, a touching moment while staying in touch with Geico. It was a warm summer day. I was just sitting on a porch watching a babbling brook roll by. Then, out of the blue, I got an update from my Geico app saying my claim had been processed. I felt so connected to nature, to Geico. (laughs) I stayed there the whole afternoon until that guy told me to stop trespassing on his porch. Sheesh, what was his problem? Claim status updates, just a few taps away on the Geico app. And now, more of World Soccer Talk Radio, right here on Sports Byline and SportsByline.com. World Soccer Talk Radio, back here with you on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. I'm your host, Nate Abarea. Tweet me at NateWST with the love mail and the hate mail that you are far too good at sending and tweet all of us at World Soccer Talk. Welcoming in to the show now an author and a contributor to WorldSoccerTalk.com, a yank in the land of Manx. It's Drew Farmer. Drew, how you doing, sir? 
Hey, Nate, I'm doing quite well. Just uh, taking in the Manchester City game right now and, uh, you know, just glad to be here to, to talk a little football with you or a little bit of soccer, might I say. Uh, you can e- either or tomato, tomato on, on this show, considering the wide range of international guests that we have on. You want to call it calcio, you want to call it football, you want to call it foosball, call it whatever the hell you want to call it. It's the same beautiful game that we love so much. Hey, before we get into the, the beautiful game, and you actually still extensively cover Major League Soccer, uh, from, from across the pond, uh, you're, you're a Serie A guy, and you're, you're living in England, I want to talk about that with you first of all. Life in Manchester for Drew Farmer. Tell us a little bit about life in Manchester. <laughs> uh, well, geez, it's, it's a, a bit of a long story, a bit of a boring story, maybe how I got here. But um, uh, basically, long story short, my wife is, um, well, she's English. Uh, we met abroad working and, um, you know, ended up here through uh, some different things, different work and, and whatnot. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a good life. Um, though every time that I tell people that I'm from the U.S., they always seem to say, why are you here? So they don't, they don't seem to understand that, you know, my ideal time is to come over here and, and to live. And, you know, they're always like, well, you know, California is so lovely and, you know, you've got Florida and all the fast food and the big cars, but, you know, it is what it is. So we, we, Follow your work uh, through through WorldSoccerTalk.com and and uh, a few other uh, different ways that I've followed your work. And you're still a huge MLS fan, and and you cover Major League Soccer quite a bit. Talk about covering Major League Soccer while living in England. Well, it is a bit difficult, obviously, because of the time. But uh, usually, I try to catch those those early games and whatnot. Um, I do do a um, a bit of a, a segment on Radio Yorkshire. They through World Soccer Talk, found me, and um, they love talking a little bit of MLS on Monday after uh, all the fixtures are done over the weekend. And um, MLS has grown a bit over here with all the different players coming from from England, especially this year with Frank Lampard going over and uh, Steven Gerrard and uh, Didier Drogba there, and and you know they're all playing you know pretty well. Um, so it's really raised that interest of people um, here in the UK, and uh, it's being covered a little bit more so. Um, you know, there's a little bit of hope that maybe someday it could be, uh, oh, geez, maybe it could be like the English Premier League is in the USA. But, you know, until then, we'll, we'll cover it and we'll, we'll try to build it as best we can. Drew, please expand on that. That's one of the main things I was actually excited about uh, talking with you uh, regarding today. The shift in perception of Major League Soccer over the last over the last few years, but specifically, as you touched on there, over the last year. The, the perhaps a, a little bit of a shift in perception of what Major League Soccer is, what it represents, and, and what it could be to an average English football fan in England? Well, again, I think it's still growing here. Um, a lot of the people that I've talked to, they know the big teams, the teams such as LA Galaxy, the New York teams, uh, the teams that the, the, the former Premier League players or the English players are going to. But, you know, when I say, well, I'm from Missouri, uh, people have no idea who Sporting Kansas City is, or they might have a, like a faint idea of who they are. So, you know, that part is still growing. The big teams, well, they're the big teams. Um, and hopefully, like I said, someday that, uh, that will grow more. The, the people will become, uh, more aware of those, those other teams. But, 
one of the things I do find that uh, it's a little bit difficult for for people abroad to understand is just some of the layout of the league. Uh, I talk to people a lot of the times, and they don't understand this East versus West thing, and they're not <laughs> sure how that, you know, do teams get three points for a win against if you're in the East against the West? And, you know, sometimes there's a little bit of a, you know, that unfamiliarity that they have. Um, and also, sometimes they do view MLS kind of like they do the NFL or, or, say, the NBA, where it's just like, wow, that's really cool. Um, but they're not as invested into it as, say, the Premier League or maybe a league here in Europe. Now, what about the terminology? And I, I hear this from a lot of, of folks that I talk to over in England regarding the, the Steven Gerrard L.A. Galaxy saga regarding Frank Lampard coming to, to New York City SC. And, and maybe I'm actually just going to push Drogba aside because he's ripping it up doing his thing with Montreal. But specifically with Gerard and with Lampard, I hear this terminology from, from English folks all the time. Oh, MLS. It, it's, it looks like a real retirement league. And you hear that terminology, retirement league. What goes through your mind when you hear that? And does it maybe anger you a little bit? Or do you see where, where people are coming from with that no i absolutely see where they're coming from i mean you've got players like uh, gerard lampard in their mid to you know i guess going on their late 30s drug was 37 um you know i can completely understand that uh but to be fair if you maybe given the example of toronto fc and sebastian javinko who is absolutely fantastic and i think should be the mvp this year uh, you know that can change the perception a bit but i think the league you know, with the salary cap and these different things, they can attract those those younger players, those players that can really uh, make those impacts and those inroads here in Europe for the league. But you know, it's going to take take some time for that to happen, and and it's going to take some, I guess, willingness of MLS to uh, you know raise that salary cap and and to uh, you know try to become uh, more than just perceived as a as a retirement home. Well, we had Ian Plenderleith on the show last week, and we've talked all about the old uh, North American Soccer League on this show quite a bit, and, and the, the rock and roll soccer era, and many of the things that were inevitably the downfall uh, of, of the old North American Soccer League. And I'm starting to see a lot of parallels uh, in terms of things that Major League Soccer is doing right now to some of the, perhaps, the mistakes that were made with the old NASL. You bring up Giovinco. And there was someone who threw this out the other day, and a lot of people are starting to, to throw out this point, that, hey, Major League Soccer, if you can take one lesson away from 2015 as far as the foreign talent that you're bringing into this league, how about more Giovinkos and less Lampards? What do you think about, about that statement and what that could mean for this league? No, I think that's fantastic. But at the same time, Lampard does have that that recognizable name. And, if, and in my opinion, if you look at New York City FC, and I don't want to, to you know, get any hate mail in from New York City fans, but... Oh, I already get <laughs> enough of it. Not, take some of it away from me, please. Well, David Villa, Andrea Pirlo, and Frank Lampard, uh, a Spaniard, an Englishman, and uh, an Italian from three teams from those leagues um, that are, are huge teams. Well, to me, in a way, those are marketing moves to try to really bring the fans out. And perhaps in the future years, or in the, in the not-too-distant future, uh, New York City will maybe go more for those Javinko-type players. But, um, you know, there's only so many of those Javinkos uh, in Europe that are willing to come to the U.S. And, 
if you follow Serie A, which I, I do quite closely, Javinko was a fantastic player uh, with Parma a few years ago. He went to Juventus. It didn't really work out for him. He didn't get the time. Juventus is such a such a big team with a lot of big time players in it. So it was really a chance to either he could drop down to one of the lesser tier teams in Italy, or he could you know do something different, revitalize his career, and that's what he's absolutely done. And um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if there's uh, in the next off season a lot of uh, Italian teams really hungry to bring him back. Drew Farmer is with us in this edition of World Soccer Talk Radio. And when we get back, we're going to talk about this MLS season, hitting the home stretch, some of his favorite storylines, and we'll take a little trip over to Italia and talk about Serie A. And it all ties back to England. All these rumors about Italy perhaps snaking that fourth UEFA Champions League spot from England with the demise of English teams in the Champions League. That and a whole lot more with Drew Farmer right here on World Soccer Talk. Radio, Sports by Line, Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned. If you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for. FreeSoccerTrial.com with NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, as well as leagues from Bolivia, Venezuela, and more. The games are in HD, and commentaries are available in your choice of English or Spanish. And this is a completely new and legal way to watch soccer games in the U.S. Try it, and I think you'll be impressed. All you have to do is go to freesoccertrial.com and sign up today for your free 30-day trial to NGSN. Again, that's freesoccertrial.com. Freesoccertrial.com. Cheers. Do you have an old car sitting in your driveway? How would you like to learn a hassle-free way to get rid of it, help kids in need, and get a great tax donation in the process? It's real easy. One simple free call to our car donation hotline is all it takes. Call the Nishama Foundation at 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. We'll come pick your car up for free and give you a tax donation for the full value of the car, running or not. The value of your unwanted car will go to help kids in need. It's fast and easy. Just call us and your car will be gone and on its way to helping children in 48 hours. And you get a nice tax deduction. Call the Nishama Foundation now to get rid of your car, help kids, and get a tax write-off. Call 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. That's 800-760-4895. See the world's best matches live wherever you are with Fox Soccer to Go. Watch select live matches on your smartphone, on your tablet, and on your computer. Get the app, get the games, and get your fix. Live soccer and more. Anytime, anywhere. Sign up to watch the Bundesliga and Champions League at SoccerOnDish.com. 
And now, a touching moment while staying in touch with Geico. It was a warm summer day. I was just sitting on a porch watching a babbling brook roll by. Then, out of the blue, I got an update from my Geico app saying my claim had been processed. I felt so connected to nature, to Geico. <laughs> I stayed there the whole afternoon until that guy told me to stop trespassing on his porch. Sheesh. What was his problem? Claim status updates just a few taps away on the Geico app. Welcome back in to World Soccer Talk Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Nate Abarea and Drew Farmer with you in this edition of the show. We talked all about the perception of Major League Soccer and getting a little deep into all of that good stuff. It's time to talk about the season at hand, hitting the home stretch right now. The playoffs are right around the corner, and few teams, including my beloved San Jose Earthquakes, trying to sneak their way in right here at the end of the Major League Soccer regular season. Drew, I'm going to throw it right to you, and, and I want you to throw out to the listeners what your favorite storylines are here as we hit the home stretch of, of this Major League Soccer campaign? Well, some of my favorite storylines, I guess, would be that uh, how the West, as you were just talking about San Jose, that it's, it's getting quite close there with that 5-6-7 area. Um, Seattle with 46 points, Kansas City with 45, uh, Portland holding on that last playoff place with 44. So, uh, to be honest, you know, San Jose could uh, could go over uh, a couple of these teams and push out my uh, my home state sporting Kansas City or my former home state sporting Kansas City. I guess they're now in uh, the state of Kansas. So, uh, you know, that's that's one of the, the storylines I'm, I'm looking at. Um, uh, one of the things that I've, I've really enjoyed this year, I've, I've actually really enjoyed uh, New York Red Bulls uh, this season with the Wright Phillips brothers and um, just the way that they've played. They've not really had those, uh, you know, the big name players. Like they've had in the previous years with Thierry Henry, King Bim, especially with what New York City FC has done with, with those three big name players we talked about in the last segment. So um, I think those two are the, the two storylines I'm kind of looking at right now. All right, everybody knows that MLS playoffs can be a bit of a crapshoot, that a team can get hot at the right time and, and just sneak on in and, and make a run in the playoffs and, and the regular season once those playoffs start can, for all intents and purposes, mean absolutely nothing at times. Who's that team? Everybody has their eyes on, on the Red Bulls who have had an incredible regular season, everybody in the West talking all about the Galaxy. Who's that team for you right now that's getting hot at the right time here as we approach the MLS playoffs, Drew? I'd have to say it's Montreal. I really like what they've been doing. I questioned the move of signing Didier Drogba at the beginning uh, when he came in, but uh, was it seven goals in six games now? He's really paying off for them. and uh, They played, I think it is, 29 games this season, so they've got a few in hand. So I think that they can get really hot. Uh, as they go into the playoffs, and as we've seen DC United, they've kind of stumbled in uh, in recent weeks. So um, Montreal, I guess you could say, is my dark horse uh, pick in the MLS playoffs coming up. But I'm going to have to always just go back to LA Galaxy because it's LA Galaxy, and and until someone knocks them off, they're always the team that I think will be lifting the MLS Cup at the end of the playoffs. Could you see an LA Montreal final? You know, I, that would be quite a nice final, I think. But, um, you know, I would, just as MLS and the, the executives would, I would love to see a New York-L.A. final uh, for once. 
um, and see see which which of the two big cities can can take home the cup. Drew, what's been your take on on Steven Gerrard at at the LA Galaxy? Well, I think he's you know he's done quite well. Um, you know, he left Liverpool. His career has really slowed down a bit. He's gotten older, and you know, I, I, did he really want to leave Liverpool? Probably not, but. He wasn't going to have the playing time. They didn't want to pay him the money, so he's, he's gone to L.A. I think he'll come good in the end, especially when it comes around to the playoffs. And uh, he, he's a top player. He's a top player, but now they've got DeSantos and they've got Robbie Keane as well. So, uh, you know, Gerard, he does what he does, and he's still a top player for me. And I think uh, he's still a good signing for L.A. Galaxy. Drew, what did you make of what went down uh, <laughs> over over the last couple of weeks, actually? This has been talked about quite a bit, of Steven Gerrard leaving the L.A. Galaxy for a few days to head back to England and work as a television pundit for Champions League coverage, I believe for uh, for, for BT Sport uh, over there in England. What do you think that says about how he's uh, approaching his time uh, at the L.A. Galaxy? Well, I have to say, a couple of weeks ago when I tuned into my uh, BT Sports Champions League coverage, I was quite surprised to see Steven Gerrard looking back at me on my TV screen. So, um, you know, I, I really don't know what to say about that because it does – things like that is the reason why people think it's a retirement league. They're allowed to be able to go and do these things. Now, really, if you're going to talk to anybody about that, you need to, to, to find out the LA Galaxy's uh, point of view on that. Was it worked into his contract or, or what is the, the executive's, uh, point of view of this? Because, you know, Stephen Jarry can only do what, what he's allowed to do, I'm assuming. So, you know, um, as a fan of LA Galaxy, or for, sorry, if I was a fan of LA Galaxy, I, I wouldn't really look at it as, as something that, uh, uh, was a great thing for him to do. But in the end, with the Galaxy top of the league right now, uh, leading the Supporters Shield race, you know, you've got to kind of okay. It's okay about that. Well, Drew, Drew, what if like, you're Drew? What if you're a teammate of Steven Gerrard and and you see that? What's going through your mind? Well, I think uh, maybe a little bit of jealousy's got to be going through your mind, or a bit of a <laughs> little bit of you know, well, what's this guy? What's this guy up to? And it, it kind of harkens back to the uh, the Grant Wall book, uh, the Beckham Experience, which I find to be a, a really good book and a really good insight onto to MLS. And if nobody if uh, there are listeners out there who have never read that. I definitely recommend that that book um, because you know you you were able to find about some of those jealousies that that some of the players had uh, between Beckham and the rest of his teammates. Hey, we're talking about the word jealousy right now, so we're going to head over to England and have a little view of Italy from England because everybody's talking about right now with what's going on with the demise of of these English teams going back to last season actually, and then seemingly just going right into the same form uh, here in in this uh, UEFA Champions League campaign of the, the just piss-poor form of these English sides in the UEFA Champions League, talks of England losing that fourth spot uh, in into the UEFA Champions League, and people have Italy pegged as the country that would gain that extra spot, that Serie A would take that fourth spot into the Champions League. What do you make of all of this? And, and is it a little bit interesting for you, being someone who covers Serie A extensively, living in England, hearing about all of this? Well, I think maybe the uh, the notions of the demise of the EPL's uh, fourth spot may be a little bit uh, premature. But, 
you know, Serie A used to have four spots as well uh, a few years back, but uh, due to their coefficient, they lost that uh, to the Bundesliga. Um, you know, I'll believe it at the moment when I see it or, you know, as we get more into things. Uh, but Serie A really hasn't done that well uh, this season in the Champions League. They only have two representatives at the moment, uh, as Lazio were knocked out in the qualifying round. Um, last year, they did do a r- really well uh, as a league in the Europa League, uh, getting several teams deep into that competition. So, you know, right now, I think it's a little bit premature to be saying that. A lot of the people in the press uh, today were, were talking about how uh, the teams are, are not performing in the Champions League. But you've got to remember, everything goes in cycles. And uh, at one time, Serie A was the top league in, in Europe and in the world, for, for that matter. Um, but, you know, right now they're not, and the EPL is the top league. So, you know, I'll believe it when I see it, and we'll see what happens um, at the end of this year. Drew, we've got three minutes before we got to head to break, and you touch on something that is oh so important that we talk about with every guest on the show that covers Italian soccer. How do we get Italian soccer back to the glory days that, that were not the, the not so distant glory days of the Italian Serie A when it was the best league in the world by miles. How does it get back to those days? Well, Nate, that's the, that's the million dollar question right there. So, um, really, I don't think there's, there's any one answer at the moment, but compared to the, to the Premier League right now, the, the finances just aren't the same. Um, there's a lot of things that the, the teams need to do, um, Financially, to to be able to compete, uh, if if you look at Syria, Juventus is basically the only team that own their own stadium in Syria right now. Everybody else is basically renting from the the local government councils. Um, things like that need to change in Syria, so uh, to to increase revenue. Now, Syria uh, at the end of last year had one of the, I believe it was second to the English Premier League. Uh, they had the second highest uh, revenue in TV, um, uh, t- TV deal, that is. So the money is there, but at, at the same time, it, it also is being mismanaged uh, by the different clubs in the league. So we saw over the summer Milan, for example, spending a lot of money to bring in a lot of players. Were they the right players to bring in? Did they spend their money wisely? Well, maybe not, but, you know, the teams do have some money. They need to spend it wisely. Um, they've got to figure out a way to, to own their own stadiums, and those are one ways, uh, just a few ways to really to start to, to get this league back on top. Drew, 60 seconds uh, before we got to head to break here. What do you make of the assertion that, that some people throw out there that in these glory days of Serie A that we talk about, there was a lot of criminal money uh, coming in to Italian soccer and, and more than just Silvio Berlusconi and a few of, of uh, people of that ilk, that there was actually a lot of, of illegal funds uh, helping to really push the greatness of Serie A and that those funds are, are now missing somehow. What do you make of that assertion? Again, we got 60 seconds before we got to head to break here. Yeah, well, hey, I don't really want to, you know, speak about certain things, but um, we do know that, uh, you know, during Maradona's time with Napoli, there was, uh, you know, photos of him with certain people of, of uh, uh, you know, certain backgrounds. So, you know, there was that, and, and there's always that, that idea that there was that kind of money floating around. Um, you know, it doesn't look like it's there anymore. If, if it is, it's, it's not as much as it was. Um, but, you know, we might be able to say that about some other leagues in Eastern Europe or, or um, you know, there's, there's other things that we can 
and say about some of the other leagues in the world, but uh, maybe it is a, bit, a little bit of a cleaner league. Um, so really that's, that's all I can say about that right now, Nate. Oh, the safe, safe answer. Don't worry. No one, no one dangerous is listening, at least that I know about. Drew Farmer is with us right here on World Soccer Talk Radio, Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, talking about world travels and soccer on a world level and a new book coming from Drew Farmer. We're back after this on World Soccer Talk Radio. Stay tuned. They're out there. Gunk, corrosion, and wear. Relentlessly preying on engines. But new Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline provides unbeatable protection from gunk and corrosion. And superior protection against wear. For the best total engine protection you can get. Stay ahead of engine threats with new Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline today. You might know me as the host of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, but this time I'm here to talk about that four-letter word everybody dreads, pain. If you have back pain or knee pain like I do, hey, you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. I'm talking about if Medicare is your primary medical insurance, and guess what? You can qualify for a back or knee brace or a shoulder brace for little or no charge. Anything to help me with the pain, hey, makes it more manageable, gets my attention, folks. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for your back, ankle, knee, or shoulder, guess what? Give the Health Alert Hotline a call toll-free, 1-800-428-1570. 1-800-428-1570. You can qualify for a back or knee brace or a shoulder brace for little or no charge. 1-800-428-1570. The Health Alert Hotline. 1-800-428-1570. Do you have an old car sitting in your driveway? How would you like to learn a hassle-free way to get rid of it, help kids in need, and get a great tax donation in the process? It's real easy. One simple free call to our car donation hotline is all it takes. Call the Nishama Foundation at 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. We'll come pick your car up for free and give you a tax donation for the full value of the car, running or not. The value of your unwanted car will go to help kids in need. It's fast and easy. Just call us and your car will be gone and on its way to helping children in 48 hours. And you get a nice tax deduction. Call the Nishama Foundation now to get rid of your car, help kids, and get a tax write-off. Call 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. That's 800-760-4895. Howdy, folks. It's me, Colonel Sanders. Have you seen a big white limousine around here? I think somebody stole my ride. At least there wasn't anything valuable in it, like my $20 family fill-up. With eight pieces of Kentucky Fried Chicken, two sides of taters, coleslaw, and four biscuits. It feeds a family of four. I never let it out of my sight. Say, can you drop me off at a KFC? KFC. It's finger-licking good. Available for a limited time only. Pricing and participation may vary. Tax extra. It's every Italian mobster's favorite soccer radio show. It's World Soccer Talk Radio right here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. My name is Nate Abarea. And this Sunday, Manchester United has got an opportunity 
to make a statement of intent. God, I love that. The statement of intent in the Premier League. The Red Devils facing Arsenal in the library. Oops, I mean the Emirates Stadium. And bringing you the game on Sunday, it's Gaz and Adam. Who else from the full-time Devils? The only two lads in the entire world that can take my hatred of Manchester United from a 10 out of 10 down to a 9.9 out of 10. Gaz and Adam from the full-time Devils will be returning for your audio pleasure. They are damn good. The most popular United channel on YouTube will be taking you through the match live on Rabble.tv with Rabble the Concept Simple. All you got to do, tune into the TV broadcast, press the mute button, head over to Rabble.tv to listen to them sharing their analysis. And with Rabble, you can listen to their broadcast on your desktop through your iOS app and now through your mobile browser and join in by posting your questions or observations in the comment section. Be a part of these Rabblecasts, or why don't you create your own broadcast and call one of your team's games? It's easy, it's free, it's Rabble, it's fantastic, and join the full-time Devils on Rabble this Sunday from 10.45 a.m. Eastern Time here in the U.S. of A. on Rabble.tv, where it's your team and it's your call Pumping up the full-time Devils and their Rabblecast on Sunday, and how fitting that we have someone on the show right now who is stationed in Manchester. Drew Farmer with us here on World Soccer Talk Radio, a yank in the land of Manx. And Drew, talking off air with you, you have traveled so much uh, around this world and have picked up such a, a worldly perspective of the game of soccer. And coming up here soon, you're, you're going to have a book uh, uh, coming out that kind of documents your travels on a on a soccer level and, and some of your greatest experiences as a soccer fan around the world. Tell us uh, about this project, sir. Uh, well, Nate, it is going to be my my debut book, I guess, and uh, well, no, I guess but it is going to be my debut book. But uh, uh, you know, earlier this year, I was just a little bit, you know, thought, well, you know, I've got, I've had to, uh, as you said, some experiences around the world. I've gotten to do a little bit of travel. You know, how could I turn this into to something that people might want to read? So um, really what I've done is I've taken some of these experiences, some of the, the journals that I've written over the years, and I've really tried to map it out into some experiences that people might find interesting to read uh, about some of the places I went to. So it's not just about football. It's not just about travel. It's just kind of a, a little bit of mix and then, you know, hopefully throwing a little humor in and a, a little bit of, uh, you know, that kind of journal-esque writing. Um, you know, there's a, there's a film that's come out recently uh, called A Walk in the Woods, at least that's the name here in the U.K., uh, by an American author named Bill Bryson. And, uh, you know, he's been a, I guess you could say he's, he's been influenced um, the way I kind of looked at this, you know, he's talked about travel, he's written about travel, and, and I kind of wanted to, to look at things from that way, uh, not just about, you know, these great footballers and these different things. So I wanted it to be a little bit more about the experience rather than, you know, about the football team or the football player. Oh, a Bill, a Bill Bryson book meets a soccer book. You've, you've got me, you've got me, and Bill Bryson was one of those authors that, that growing up reading really instilled a, a great passion for travel writing. And when I was 14, actually, last time I, I spent a, a decent amount of time in the UK, actually took my copy of Notes from a Small Island with me, the great book by, by Bill Bryson, where a man who, an American, who, much like yourself, was an American who lived uh, in England, uh, I believe, for 
for like 20 years and, and then came back and it was this great uh, story of how he was going to take his family back to the States to, to raise his kids in America. But before he did so, he wanted to take one final trip all around the UK. Be sure to check out Notes from a Small Island. Shout out to Bill Bryson, someone who has uh, greatly influenced yours truly and uh, definitely influenced Drew Farmer as well. And as far as A Walk in the Woods, uh, there there is no finer uh, part of, of A Walk in the Woods than when he's taken a dump in the woods and gets chased by a bear. That is is just top-notch literary genius right there from the man, the myth, the legend, Bill Bryson. Hey, let's talk a little bit more about your travels, Drew, and, and on a, a cultural level, on a, on a studious level, on a soccer level. And I'm just going to throw out some places. I've got a list here that we've compiled of, of places that you've been, places where you've taken in uh, soccer matches. And it is quite the diverse list of, of, of countries here. And so we'll start in, in Asia. We'll start in South Korea. When you think back to your time in South Korea, Drew, what were some of the greatest uh, footballing experiences that you had? Well, uh, Nate, to be honest, I was there for about three years living in, in South Korea. And uh, even before going, I was researching football, of course, before I went and, uh, you know, had to pick a team, had to pick a team to follow before I got there. Picked a team, FC Seoul, uh, bought a season ticket when I got there, less than $100 for a season ticket to sit in the, uh, in the home end, uh, behind the goal, every home match at the World Cup Stadium that was used in 2002. So just being able to go there every week. And there weren't a lot of people there uh, to sit and watch games and, you know, to have a good time with all these people, uh, South Koreans uh, coming to the game and, and being a bit surprised to have a, a, a foreigner uh, in their midst, you know, dancing along, you know, trying to learn the words to the songs and, and just having a good time. So that's one of the things I'll, you know, I'll take away from, from that time is, as well as watching some very cold matches uh, during the winter because it can get quite nippy uh, in South Korea. In 2011 and 2012, you spent time in Qatar, Drew, and, and we talk all about, uh, Qatar on a, on a FIFA level and everything with the 2022 World Cup and we get into human rights and politics on this show. I don't want to do that right now. I actually want to hear from somebody who's been to Qatar and been to matches in Qatar. Tell me a little bit about the footballing culture in Qatar and what you experienced on on those levels in in your time in Qatar. Well, the league at the time when I was there. Now, I you know things perhaps have changed uh, over the last few years, uh, especially with the World Cup coming up. Because when I was leaving there uh, to move back to the UK, there was a lot of a, a, a huge push to get the country in line for the the World Cup in 2022. So you know I can't speak about things in recent times, but when I was there. You know, a lot of the football fans, a lot of the people were, you know, were knowledgeable about the game, but they weren't fans of the league uh, in Qatar. No, no, they were they were all fans of Barcelona or for Real Madrid. You know, those were the teams that that um, the, the people really enjoyed. But, you know, I saw some of the games there in Qatar, um, you know, not very many people coming out. And, and to be honest, you know, very warm uh, in the autumn and in the spring for those games and you know, it was just one of those things that the play, not very good at, at the same time, even though they were able to bring over a few 
a few players uh, of, of decent caliber from Europe. So uh, those are the things that I really remember from that. But, you know, uh, you know, you didn't want to get political or anything, but, you know, off the pitch, of course, uh, you know, I don't want to talk about the human rights things, but when I was there, you know, I know we don't really use the word third world country anymore, but it was like a third world country in a lot of places. The infrastructure for the streets and, and the sewer systems, a lot of the times, it just was not up to scratch. And it would be funny, you know, you'd, you'd be in the desert and then all of a sudden you'd see uh, a football stadium and they'd be watering this grass pitch and all around it was just brown dirt and rocks. And then you see this beautiful green pitch being watered and you just think, wow, you're really wasting that water on this brutally hot day. Well, it's a conversation that I'd love to, to carry on with you further uh, sometime, Drew, and, and definitely uh, hear a little bit more about your time in Qatar and how it relates to, to everything going on uh, right now with Qatar in the international spotlight. I want to keep this uh, travel log going here and, and, and relating it back uh, to, to your book that is upcoming. And we head now to Hungary. You, you spent some time uh, in, in Budapest. Tell us about your time in Hungary and, and your cultural experiences and, and soccer experiences uh, in that country. Well, I recommend one of the best places to go if anybody's looking for a holiday is definitely Budapest, Hungary. Uh, just a, a lovely place, lovely people, and um, you know, you're not going to see the best football in the world. Uh, at least, uh, you know, you're probably not going to see the best football in the world, but uh, you know, it's still a lot of fun. Uh, not very expensive to get in. I, it was probably around $2 U.S. to get into these games. I went and saw uh, Budapest Hanved, who were uh, a, a team that I, I got to see a couple of times. They were uh, back long time ago. They were the catalyst to that mighty Magyars team that was that was um, revolutionary. That beat England here in, in the U.K. and uh, did some magical things. Never won a World Cup, though. Uh, they didn't. But uh, just really a, a different culture after the the uh i guess the iron curtain fell you know things just haven't been the same as it was before the the finances aren't there the league just doesn't have the money that they they did at one time they don't they're not producing the players that they they had at one time and you know it's still a really lovely place to go definitely a good place to to check out a game but you know just financially if that's what you're looking for you're looking for something the bright lights that you see with the, the Premier League or the Bundesliga, you're not going to see it there. Well, you're going to get in touch with the game at its core in Budapest. I love it. Hey, we've got under four minutes left here with you, Drew. So I want to ramp through these here. Favorite experience in your time in Italy? First one that comes to mind. First match that you remember when you think about your time in Italia, sir. Ooh, it's hard to really pick one. I, I, I can kind of relate to... Uh, to be honest, um, I'd gone and seen uh, AC Milan when I, I my last trip, uh, I had a, a bit of a whirlwind trip catching three games in two days and uh, went and saw AC Milan, you know, the famous AC Milan at San Siro. Um, obviously, AC Milan haven't had the best of times in recent years. And, you know, the, the atmosphere wasn't great. It, it felt a little bit tense at times. And then, you know, nobody was really having fun. Turn around the next day take a train up to Bergamo to see Atalanta, a provincial club, uh, a lovely club, but uh, definitely not the size of Milan. They, and they play in a basically a ramshackle stadium there in Bergamo. Um, you know, they don't even sell merchandise at the, at the stadium. That's how 
uh, I guess uh, how much they, they, they think about the team there. Uh, but you know, the fans, just the, the passion and the love that they have there for their team. And, uh, you know, we made some friends with some ultras and got to hang out the ultra bars on a, on a morning when all bars in the area were all shut. The ultra bar was open and, uh, we got to sit and drink with the ultras. So uh, a, a very nice time, uh, there in Bergamo. Absolutely. We got two minutes left here with you, Drew. You're living in Manchester right now. Favorite experience in the city of Manchester on a soccer level? Well, um, Nate, I hate to say this, uh, you know, but uh, I'm, I'm definitely not a fan of Manchester United, nor am I well, a fan can, of Manchester City. You can so. say that anytime you want on this show, absolutely. Yeah, and, and the coincidence is I just live, you know, not too far away from Old Trafford. But, uh, you know, I think I support the same team. I, I believe that you support Liverpool. That's the team that I support. So, um, you know, I was just there, I guess, at the end of last season for an FA Cup game. Uh, just a brilliant, brilliant time with some friends in the pub before the game, singing along, you know, the songs, uh, you know, as we Liverpool ended up marching on to Wembley in the semifinal, though they did lose to Aston Villa. But uh, just a glorious sun, uh, glorious uh, spring day to go to a game and, and enjoy there in Liverpool. I love it. Um, a Yank in Manchester, and he's a Liverpool supporter. Drew Farmer here with John World Soccer Talk Radio. Hey, 60 seconds left here with you. Interesting one to close. Favorite soccer experience that you've ever had on your own home country's soil here in the U.S. of A., be it with the national team or maybe with your beloved sporting Kansas City or maybe even going way back to the Kansas City whiz in the original days of Major League Soccer. Favorite American soccer experience? Well, I'll go in between there with uh, the Kansas City Wizards. Uh, <laughs> back in 2007, their last year at Arrowhead Stadium, uh, on a, on a warm May night, just going and, and just sitting in Arrowhead Stadium, just uh, what a, what a vast bowl of concrete, you know, empty seats all around. <laughs> the kindest um, way you could have put it there. Yeah, and then going back, Nate, a few years later to cover a game for World Soccer Talk and just seeing things at Sporting Park and seeing the difference. And, uh, I do recount, uh, all these stories and more in my book, uh, Soccer Travels is what it's called. Um, hopefully, going to be out around Christmas time. This is a complete do-it-yourself, total punk rock uh, way I'm doing this. Uh, I'm putting it out myself uh, in ebook form, in physical form. So uh, I really wanted to, to do this myself and get this out to the people. So uh, people can, can check me out on Twitter at Drew M. Farmer uh, to find out more. And uh, I do have a, a, a blog site, I guess you could say, that uh, I try to keep up to date every once in a while. Uh, it's just a WordPress site. It's uh, soccertravelsnet.wordpress.com. So if people want to find out some more stuff, they can find out there. And hopefully there will be a revamp soon when the book comes out and uh, uh, a proper, a proper nice website. Punk Rock Publishing. I want to start that up. Soccer Travels. Be sure to keep a close eye out for that one. Drew Farmer, thank you so much for your time. You're welcome back here anytime. Thank you again, man. Thank you so much, Nate. Again, that was Drew Farmer. We're back to close this thing out. World Soccer Talk Radio. Stay tuned. Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. Right now, to sign up for packages starting as low as $24.99, and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation. You control what you watch when you watch it. Record your favorite shows. Pause and rewind live TV. Even skip the commercials. Watch local channels too. At just $24.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call 877-499-MY-TV. That's 877-499-MY-TV. Cancel the cable, cut costs, and get more. Call now. 877-499-MY-TV. That's 877-499-MY-TV. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Are you struggling with addiction or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help. And your insurance may offer coverage. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-521-3214. 800-521-3214. I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-521-3214. 800-521-3214. World Soccer Talk Radio back here with you on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Yeah, we're talking all about the demise of English sides in the Champions League. And we have a guest who's stationed in Manchester. And as we're talking about all of this stuff, Man United and Man City both pull off 2-1 victories against German opposition Manchester City in Deutschland against Borussia Mönchengladbach with a 2-1 victory. And Man United, they win 2-1 over that team powered by that auto company that is suddenly now the most corrupt in the world. Volkswagen Wolfsburg lose 2-1 to Manchester United. And isn't that going to be nice to have Adam from the full-time Devils on the show tomorrow gloating after his Manchester United victory. Nate Habareas signing off. World Soccer Talk Radio. Talk to you tomorrow. 
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.